welcome to Therapist Spotlight. Hello everybody, welcome to Anta's Natural Therapist Spotlight, the podcast where we aim to showcase our wonderful therapists to the wider community. I'm your host, Joshua Brooks, and with us today is Jeannie McClymer. Jeannie is a naturopath that has started her own food-making uh, business. So this is going to be really interesting and really a different sort of take on the medicine. So Jeannie, how are you today? Great. Thanks, Josh. Thanks so much for having me on. Hey, it's, it's our um, pleasure. Yeah, it's um, really great that you're doing this, getting the, um, yeah, getting the naturopaths out there and different modalities. It's fun to um, fun to be a part of. Yeah, well, I mean, this is going to be interesting because we don't have a lot of naturopaths who sort of go into their own supplementation and food and that sort of manufacturing company. So this is going to be really cool. And I can see a great networking uh, potential for people to bring in some wonderful Australian-made um, products into their clinics. So first of all, how did you get into natural therapies? What, what brought you in? Uh, I think like many of us, I was sick myself. So I, I grew up, um, well, my mum had chronic fatigue when I was a young child. And that was at a time when chronic fatigue was, you know, all in your head. It's not really a thing. There was not a lot of help from Western medicine. And so she ended up seeing a naturopath. And so she was, I guess, open to natural therapies because of that. And yeah, I ended up um, you're seeing a naturopath through my own health problems, which I guess I was a, a child that had lots of ear infections, chest infections, um, looking back probably, you know, dairy and gluten intolerant, but, you know, not, not sort of knowing that sort of thing. But yeah, lots of antibiotics as a result of those um, ear and chest infections. And then gut problems after that. So yeah, I went away to went away to boarding school and was just eating utter garbage because the food was so bad and you just eat all the junk food that you can being a teenager. And yeah, I ended up in, um, I think I was 11 and I had symptoms. So we're just, you know, having to pee all the time, but not being able to pee. And so I'd run off to the toilet and I was like, oh, I need to pee, but there's no pee. But basically it was, I had lots of, um, like basically my bowel was so congested because I wasn't pooing enough, you know, and I had like a really congested bowel. It was pushing down, putting pressure onto my um, bladder. So ended up um, getting that treated and, but just, yeah, I was not a well child and teenager. And so by the time I was sort of 16, 17, that's when I went to see a naturopath, homeopath and got back on track with my health and became fascinated in this system that just made so much more sense to me than what I had witnessed in my childhood that, yeah, I just, I guess, reclaimed my health then from that point onwards. I remember the first cold, you know, cold chest infection that I had when I was learning. And I was at college, I was 18, 19. I was like, oh, no, this is when I would normally take antibiotics, you know. Am I going to be okay? And I just did all the garlic and the zinc and the sea and, yeah, and I was fine. I was like, oh, wow, I have an immune system. I can beat these things. I've, and since then I don't think I've had antibiotics since and I'm, 40, 41 now. And my, yeah, my kids, it's been invaluable for me, the skills that I learned to bring up my own children. And um, yeah, I guess that's how I got into natural therapies. And then there's a different story entirely how I got into food manufacturing, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's my next question is, so what made you, yeah. So what made you, uh, I guess, change from seeing clients into food manufacturing into creating these products? What, what was that journey like and how did that happen? Okay, so I was working in a health food store 
and a bulk food bin became available. I'd, something must have been discontinued and we're like, okay, there's an empty bulk food bin. I was like, right, I'm going to make the healthiest brekkie I can make with all the stuff that we had. And so it was mainly for me. I was wanting it for me and the kids to make it easy to, um, you know, easy for breakfast and obviously was telling clients about it as well. And I started to get amazing feedback coming in. So that was the, the blend 11. So that's the... Um, the product that we sell most of so it's just a seed-based breakfast really so it's mm. yeah just it um it's really it's really quite a heavy breakfast so it's like high high fat fiber and protein low carb gluten-free and you just sort of soak it overnight like a birch and muesli that's how I was preparing it telling everyone to do that and started to get feedback coming in really consistently from our IBS and gut people saying man this is helping I've never been regular in my life and yeah so you know I came from I guess the food problems myself and now I'm like yeah at the farmer's markets we um we took the product to the farmer's markets after the health food shop so I'm, I'm the poo lady at the farmer's markets. You know how you have the um, the egg lady and the lettuce guy and the herbal, the herb guy and the soap person. I'm the poo lady. So, <laughs> yeah, which is well, fun. <laughs> seems, oh, well, every naturopath I talk to seems to be in, infatuated with poo, so it sort of fits, doesn't it? <laughs> it's, such a, it's such, yeah, it's such an important window to our health. I find it's, like, if you talk to any any vet or any any like farmer people who deal with animals you know animals can't talk and tell you what's going on but it's one of the things that you look at it's like oh, okay how are they pooing what's you know what's what's coming out and it's that's such a thing that we just flush and forget but like i mean at our market stalls we have signage just saying best poos ever with a giant picture of poo happy smiling poo and it's like man let's get this out in the open let's get people talking about it because it's a real silent epidemic there's people that are really just you know struggling through in silence like i did yeah. And um, didn't even know there was an issue. Yeah. And I'm definitely one of those too. Like I remember saying to my dad, I think God gave me secondhand bowels when I was created. Because like, yeah, I was constipated my whole life. And it wasn't yeah. until I actually, you know, really got down and looked at gut health and looked at changing my landscape that I was like, yeah. oh, wow, this is what it feels like to not be bloated and stabbing yeah. pains all the time. It's Just freeing. If, yeah, if your gut is out of whack, then everything else is going to be suffering it's like that one of those basic foundations if you can kind of like I guess most people if you mm -hmm. can just do something every day that's going to be useful and helpful for your gut then that affects so many different things so yeah and the mental clarity as well was something that I couldn't believe right like mm -hmm. you always hear about the gut brain access but to, for me myself it was always like my brain was on fire and when I finally looked at that the clarity that came through and not having this like massive machine running all the time. It was yeah, phenomenal. It, yeah. That yeah. really opened my eyes. Mm. So what products do you make? How, how does this food manufacturing work? And I guess we'll go through some of your products and why did you decide for those mix? So we got the blend 11 for the, for the guts and what else, what else is on offer? Um, okay. So I've, I've got them behind me. So yeah. it's easier to see if you're, um, You'll have to look at the YouTube to see, but so yeah, the, the Blend 11, that's the low FODMAP one. So we actually had that certified by Monash Uni oh, because wow, cool, we cool. were noticing a lot of our customers were IBS people and they were asking, is it low FODMAP or saying, yeah, great, this fits into my diet. So um, yeah, the, the Monash certification has been great for that. And that's also allowed us to, um, I guess, get some testing done with the CSIRO. So we've had that product tested um, just to see 
what the gut microbes are producing when they're fermenting it to try and figure out how it's, you know, doing its thing. Um, so, yeah, it, it helps with butyrate production. So it supports butyrate production really nicely. It's well fermented by our gut bacteria, but it's not the the rapidly fermentable, like the FODMAPs, which will cause the bloating and aggravation. So that one fits really nicely into um, low-carb, low-FODMAP, keto-type diet. So that's the original Brekkie seed blend. And then when I launched that first, it was 2012, and the paleo diet was just really exploding into Australia. So I was getting a lot of people, um, you know, saying, I can't eat millet, buckwheat and amaranth because they're not on the paleo diet. So... Mm -hmm. um the blend 13 that's just a it's a paleo version so it's just got a lot more fruit and nuts and no grain at all in it um and then a greens powder so i would sell greens powders to everybody just because you see such beautiful results with skin and i just believe skin's the organ you can see from the outside visually if you can see great stuff happening with skin obviously you've got good stuff happening internally as well and so I just tried to make a, a greens powder with a point of difference by adding a good dose of aloe vera in a leaf gel that would, you know, connect nicely with the um, the gut customers that we have for the blend 11. So, and also great for blood sugar. And yeah, I love aloe. It's one of those, it's hard to get in a powder. So yeah, it's, it's a nice, easy addition in there. Um, and then I made, I'm a bit of a chocoholic, so I made a bliss ball mix because I was always, you know, making... <laughs> Making that sort of thing in the health food store and telling everyone, oh, this is my recipe. And, you know, so I thought let's, let's try to make it easy for people because it's such a it's, – it's a hard thing to do to learn how to make healthy snacks and healthy food if you've not kind of been exposed to it. So it's kind of like training wheels. You know, a lot of the recipes that are out there are pretty dodgy for um, bliss balls and protein balls. So And then you've got to get out your food processor and – the amount of blenders that I broke on dates back in the days, you know, so this, this, this mix, you don't actually need to use a food processor. It's all blended up for you and just add water or coconut oil and or something liquidy like coffee or ginger and turmeric juice or rose, raspberries. You can add whatever you want to just squash it up into like make a, um, a mud and then yeah, roll it into balls. So that's the bliss ball mix. Coffee and chocolate. You're like speaking my language. You're like yeah. my soul right now. <laughs> You can make some really yummy treats with it and use it as the base for raw desserts and cheesecakes and that sort of thing as well. Yeah, well, oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then along those lines, I've made something that's a, it's a burger mix, so you can make veggie patties, falafel balls or crackers, like seed crackers. So, yeah, just once again, training wheels makes it really quick and easy for people if they've not, you know, made their own burgers from scratch or crackers from scratch. It just walks you through it and it's a... A really simple mix so yeah they're all gluten-free gluten-free dairy-free refined sugar-free organic ingredients wherever possible um yeah look i mean it's it's a um it's a it's a hard job being a food manufacturer i fully understand now why you know not everything is australian grown and not everything's organic like there's it's really tricky to be able to source um the quality that you want to put in with and trying to keep your products at a same price point so that people can afford them yeah so, yeah. yeah excellent and so um i guess kind of maybe a bit of a redundant question but how did you find like your naturopathic training has really helped you with the with your food production like did it give you that clarity to cut through some of those bs that you've that you've been hearing about like you know on the internet like you said there was a lot of different recipes um yeah how, how do you how do you find that that's sort of weaved in and 
yeah, how have you found that that naturopathic training has really helped you to to create your blends and to create your mixes? Yeah, I guess. Well, knowing knowing what I know about food and how that impacts people's health, mm. I guess it's it's just always been about trying to trying to create products that tick as many boxes as possible from a health perspective, mm. but also work as a you know as a commercial product that's going to be able to sell you know yeah yeah so i i guess 2012 it was becoming apparent that gluten free was going to be a big major dietary shift sure. so i thought man let's just make everything gluten free i don't want to have any gluten products in our range and in our facility mm-hmm. um and vegan obviously like being completely plant-based is you know everyone's kind of looking towards incorporating more plant-based foods into their diet whether they want to be vegan or or not it's um yeah to to use plant-based ingredients wherever i can is um is what we're aiming for and organic like i mean trying to source ingredients from people who are looking after their corner of the planet and you know looking after the soil and not just pumping in chemicals so yeah. Look, try try our best. It's very difficult to tick every box every time, and you know, just and obviously to not add in preservatives and fillers and all the junk that like yeah, commercial food manufacturing is is a scary, scary place. It's kind of um, yeah, I've had lots of pressure from various business advisors to just make it cheaper, put fillers in it, don't worry about organic, all that sort of thing because. Yeah, ultimately, food food production is about profit, or it always has been. And yeah, I've kind of approached it from a, a different mm. different start point to most food manufacturers, I guess. Mm. And how have you found that in terms of the journey? With I guess maybe it's it's a um, it's good because you're a smaller company. Have you found that that's easier for you to say, well, we don't want to do it that way. We'll build our brand and we'll build ourselves up from that family company. How, how have you found that sort of journey? Like you were saying, is that has that been a an advantage do you think or is it yeah it yeah it actually it has been um we're being a small food company we use farmers markets still to this day and they're a great testing ground for new products and getting feedback face-to-face from customers and testimonials and um yeah that touch point and we you know like as a as a small company it is much easier to to adjust and to, to change things and to be in control of your own brand. Mm. Um, yeah, a lot of the big food companies are quite jealous of that, I guess. So, you know, for them it's very difficult to, to alter recipes and alter packaging and alter, you know, direction and all that sort of thing. But for small food companies it's, you know, it's, it's, it's easy. And like you were saying, I guess, especially because you're in such close contact with your customers, if they want something or if they have qualms or if they have different ideas, it's so much easier for you to start to collect that data and actually look at where the market's trending and create products that can really help fill that niche, I would imagine. That's right. Yeah. And so can we talk a little bit about the manufacturing? Is it all manufactured in Australia? Like how does that sort of side work for, for production? And yeah. So, okay, so to begin with, um, I had two empty protein powder buckets, two three-litre buckets, and that was the start point for Blend 11, so just making up very small batches in yep. in my partner's 
duplex kitchen and taking them to the markets. And then we eventually moved into a place that had a, uh, a double garage, which we had converted into a, you know, food council certified um, manufacturing, you know, double garage. And then that just became so crowded. Everything was overflowing out onto the driveway. We had to put a shed on the driveway and then it was kind of stacked up in the lounge room and it was like, oh my God, you know, that's taking over my whole space. So then we found a warehouse that we could rent and that was um, next door to the House with No Steps. So House with No Steps um, were doing a lot of our mixing and bagging for us for quite a while. So they're um, an organisation that employs people with various disabilities to, um, yeah, to do, they were doing all our labelling and all our, you know, scooping into bags and sealing. And that was working beautifully. And we've only just sort of started to take on the production ourselves back again. Mm-hmm. And so that's in our Burley Heads warehouse. And we're looking now at contract manufacturing. So contract manufacturing is basically the next sort of step along and that allows us to produce that um uh, i guess more efficiently so hopefully we can then bring our cost down and larger batches have the ability to supply some of the the larger sort of pharmacy chains and that sort of thing more yeah i guess produce more product more efficiently lower our overheads that sort of thing so that's what we're looking at doing yeah. at the moment but we're still producing everything in um burley at the moment yeah beautiful and i guess that's such a it's such a gift that you can sort of give as a small business is like you said you can actually start to employ different people that may not have got that sort of employment and give them skills and really become part of the community and become a, a really well-known name it's just yeah i love that small business rising and what, what you can do for people it just always inspires me and makes me happy yeah it's been it's been quite a journey it's been a um yeah it's i have to pinch myself all the time like what how did i get to here (laughs) yeah so do you um well maybe i'm getting into some trade secrets here but do you have any sort of new (laughs) products on the horizon that you may be willing to yeah there's things that are yeah uh, what what's sort of the next direction for you so people can can know and to see into yeah what are you sort of branching into or what would you like to branch into uh, well, we stumbled upon something really interesting a while ago, just looking for a new warehouse because we were going to, you know, upsize the warehouse. And but now we've switched to maybe do the contract manufacturing. But yeah, we stumbled upon a a company that's making natural disinfectant. Just like you know, you know, there's no such thing as an accident, but this was an accident, kind of a non-accident, I think. So we stumbled into their warehouse, and I was like, "No, this warehouse is not suitable." But what are you guys doing? And yeah, they were making this um, natural disinfectant substance. Just by the process to make it is, um, you've just got water r- running through this machine and electricity and bit, a bit of salt, and it spits out this super powerful antimicrobial that's been used for washing out wounds in you know world war one before antibiotics so it's real non-toxic doesn't hurt you know skin and it's yeah so we're hoping to be at it i won't say anymore but yeah we're moving towards a that type of product in our range sweet that's awesome yeah i think that that's the most exciting thing for me at the moment and then there's also um oh god we are doing other stuff (laughs) that's what's at the top of my mind right now that's right. Yeah. Again, we don't want to we don't want to take away too many of those secrets that can be dropped for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. 
So you are just coming up on time, but thank you so much for sharing yourself with us. It's I, I personally always love to promote wonderfully Australian-made products with wonderful Australians because, you know, we've got such beautiful gifts to give to everybody and shopping local is one of my biggest passions. So thank you so much for coming on and sharing yourself with us. If people want to get your products, how do they get it? Where do they contact you? Do you do, do, you do orders across Australia? Are you just in local markets? How's it working at the moment? Um, so people can come and see us at our local markets, which is mainly from, we have people from Noosa down to Byron Bay. So a lot of markets in that area. So our website, goodmix.com.au will, has a market calendar to show you where our market stalls are. Um, we also supply a lot of health food stores. So um, we have some distributors or you can order directly through us as well with a wholesale account for practitioners and gyms and that sort of thing. Um, yeah, so pharmacies, health food stores, um, you can buy directly through our website as well. Some of the, um, independent grocers, you'll start to find product in as well. So we're starting to get product out into, uh, different channels. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, just Google goodmix.com.au and there's a heap of, um, heap of info there. You can find a lot of product info, heaps of recipes and yeah, hopefully, um, Hopefully there's something something useful in there for everybody. Well, I definitely know I'm going to order some because it just sounds delicious and wonderful and I can't wait to eat it. So thank you so much. Yeah, <laughs> love to send you some. Thanks for having me on. No, it's been wonderful. Yeah, thank you so much for coming on. And guys, as always, links will be in the description below. Click on it, go out to Jeannie and order it and see them at the markets if you can. But yeah, we'd just like to thank you so much for coming on and sharing yourself with us. It's been wonderful. Thank you, Josh, for having me. Oh. Beautiful. And for everybody else out there, have a great day, guys, and we'll see you all later. Have a good one. Bye. Thank you for listening to Therapist Spotlight. If you would like to know more about ANTA, visit us at www.anta.com.au.